everyone. Welcome to another edition of 10 Things Friday, where we keep you up to date in the, um, what's happening in the land of retail technology in the future. A very good afternoon to you, Dim, on this um, Friday sort of apocalyptic feel about it here in Melbourne, Australia, with uh, more quarantine and lockdown. Uh, um, but uh, there's uh, certainly been a lot going on around uh, the news traps. Uh, what's caught your eye this week, Tim? Um, good afternoon to you and everyone. Uh, after a, a well-deserved break, where the world almost broke, well, we were taking a break. We're, we're back um, with uh, our number one on the retail uh, beat, uh, where We've been sort of monitoring, and we've been talking a little bit about what you know what COVID nineteen has changed and continues to change uh, in in the retail world. And and I guess uh, what is some of that? What are the what are the changes that stick? What what are the what are the changes that stick? Now uh, we spoke about a few things. I'll, I'll focus on a couple of things. So. Uh, flight to online, you know, digital shopping, it's, it's happening. Uh, we think it's somewhere between, between 15 and 30% for most categories. With uh, some categories uh, like consumer electronics and so on and so forth, uh, not so much because they've already been on that channel. Mm-hmm. But some other categories uh, really seen a lot of growth, medicine, groceries, household supplies, personal care equipment, even alcohol. Mm. We've seen some massive growth in some of those categories, furnishes and appliances. And I guess if you're under lockdown, you expect to see that. So online is, um, online is definitely happening. Uh, for those retailers that invest a, a lot of money into loyalty over the years, there is a, there is a change. We can't quite quantify the shift yet, but there's, there's been a change. There's been a shock to loyalty and what that looks like moving forward, it'll be interesting to see. We called out back to basics in value before, larger sizes, uh, private label. Uh, that is uh, definitely happening. That is uh, uh, absolutely on, uh, on the money. And uh, uh, we, we've seen something, uh, my kids actually caused their eyes to the home body economy. Right. So they, you know, well, you and I are not allowed to go out of home, out of our home for uh, uh, safety and health reasons and and so on. So, you know, we we becoming the homebody economy. The homebody so, economy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. The uh, yeah, the homebody economy. That's kind of what um, what is something to say. Homebody economy. Yeah, that's the one. You know, we. When your, your state government uh, decides based on complete scientific evidence and facts that after 8 p.m. In, in, in the evening, after 8 p.m., the virus is more dangerous than before 8 p.m. and therefore you should stay home, mm. uh, and then you become a homebody uh, and that's the economy you create. Yeah. So that's, um, that's a retail... Um, that's the retail bit. Uh, if, if you're a, a luxury brand uh, manufacturer, I'm not really sure where you're going with all this, but um, mm. um, 
it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, you know, the, uh, and you have Fortnite in the background. Maybe you will refer to this yourself, but you, you probably picked this up. Fortnite had a concert. Yes. That was attended by 12.3 million users. You know, um, that's right. And, well, that, that's just a, a great segue for me, Dim. It's just setting it up beautifully. Um, look, this is complicated, but uh, hot off the press is, and we've mentioned this on this show, I think we were the first to break it actually worldwide around how Trump was going to ban TikTok. Uh, mm. well, well, he's done that. So the executive order has been signed uh, to, okay. today. Um, so within 45 days, you will not be able to transact with, um, with uh, TikTok. Uh, and the, um, the, the way it's written is that the um, TikTok threatens the, na the national security, foreign policy and the economy of the United States. Uh, and uh, I'll quote, uh, a little bit of uh, so TikTok's access to user data, including location, browsing, and search histories, threatens to allow the Chinese Communist Party access to Americans' personal and proprietary information, potentially allowing China to track the locations of federal employees, build dossiers of personal information for blackmail, and conduct and conduct, uh, and conduct corporate espionage. So TikTok is a really nasty. Um, uh, now, this is interesting because... Interesting, he, very interesting. Yeah, so he's also banned Tencent. Now, Tencent's uh, interesting, and, and we're linking to Fortnite here. So Tencent uh, owns WeChat, which is a, a much smaller social um, tool, but similar uh, concerns around user data and the access to... Uh, for the Chinese government. Uh, so WeChat, very small in the States. However, Tencent also owns a fair chunk of the video gaming industry in the world. So you mentioned Fortnite, 12 million uh, users uh, attended an online concert. It is a huge deal, this, uh, this company. So inadvertently, Trump probably didn't read the memo. He is gonna crash the video gaming industry. <laughs> um, and uh, the other interesting thing for Tencent is that all of the major sporting associations in the States, so NBA, NFL, NHL, ML, ML you know, baseball, they all have distribution deals with Tencent. So the Tencent Holdings pays the NBA $300 million a year to broadcast games in China. So if the US is unable to transact with Tencent... <laughs> um, and you can sort of see the comic, comical element here, right? Like, I'm banning all, we must ban all social apps from China. And uh, inadvertently, you've just crashed the entire video gaming industry and possibly all your sporting codes. <laughs> uh, well, um, look, um, I have a number for you. 451. What is 451? I don't know. What's that? 451. The degrees, the degrees in Fahrenheit where books started to burn. <laughs> so, so, you know, the, 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 there, is a, there is a way why, you know, Nazi Germany arose in, in the 1930s. Mm. Uh, uh, so I'll let that for our American friends to decide for themselves where, where this is heading. I'll make 
no further comment other than so just you go i think there is there is definitely a book and there's the movie uh 451 fahrenheit 451 just go and have a look yeah interesting um, <laughs> and what did you just tick tock burn like, can you, can you actually, like does it have a melting point where it actually uh, burns i don't know now the yeah. the other adjunct to this is so the the rumors are that Microsoft's going to buy TikTok. Now Trump said that, um, and a, the original thought was was going to be the just the US um, part mm. of TikTok, but Trump suggested that they should buy the whole thing, um, and then uh, <laughs> levy the there's a thirty percent um, uh, levy that he he thinks should be paid to the US Treasury. <laughs> So, um, so like a tax, or I, I couldn't quite understand, but it, it, he's basically saying, "Yep, go ahead and buy it, but thirty percent needs to okay. come to the US." So, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to see how any of this gets held up in the courts. If you if you if you get to talk if you get to talk to and you have any influence, can you get a one percent to come to us as well? Yeah. <laughs> well, while we're at it, uh, might as well get something to us. Very good. Well, uh, that is the post. Uh, TikTok world. Um, I'll, um, we promised the week before last uh, uh, to talk about globotics. Mm, so this is this is um, this is the the, the term uh, arises from two things, you know, globalization and, and robotics. That's uh, how globotics came around. There's a guy called uh, Richard Baldwin that uh, introduced the term about 12 months ago, mm-hmm. and, and ultimately is about how you and I are going to lose our jobs. That's kind of what it boils down to. How middle class is going to lose their jobs? You know, we're talking about how robots are coming, and they will replace the way we do manufacturing. Yeah. Uh, globotics is, you know, how uh, artificial intelligence and, and machine learning is going to come in and and take our jobs. That's right. Your and I's job. So instead of you and me sitting here, there will be uh, robots that will be doing this podcast. Okay. Uh, instead of us, they're probably doing a much, much better job. Yeah, I'm not sure they have uh, the, the same audio issues. Yeah, okay. No, they will definitely, <laughs> the, the technology will definitely work uh, straight up. Uh, and uh, at some point or another, they'll be, they will be bought or shut down by somebody that doesn't like what they say. Mm. So okay. um, uh, that's Globotics. It's, uh, it's coming. I mean, we, we've seen some of this for, for some time now. You know, like I often get. Um, trick but when i get an e- email response to an invitation or something that says you know f- thank you very much looking forward to talk to you jane mm. except that jane is a it's, it's a it's a robot it's an automation algorithm uh, somewhere in, in the probably at a 10 cent data center yeah uh, yeah that, that's, that's pretending it. to be a human and and saving jane's owner from having to reply take time to answer to to my email so mm. uh globotics is coming we'll put an interesting youtube video on go and have a look at it and okay. uh, tell us tell us what you think uh, i'm gonna stay on that theme um dim have you heard of uh, gpt3 we got this is the new terms edition um gpt3 gpt3, GPT3. it stands gotcha, for yeah. um it stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer 3. Now, what it is, it is an autoregressive language model that uses deep learning pr- to produce human-like text. Now, 
Um, so this is Very related to our AI uh, discussion. And what's cool about this is uh, an author performed an experiment where he would write the title and intro for a blog post. And then he'd let AI this, you know, using GPT-3 automatically write the post using human like text. Now, the cool thing is, is that one of the posts made it to the top of Hacker News, which is like a, um, uh, you know, it's a, uh, uh, an aggregator of um, blogs in the, in the space. Uh, and so, and if you read it, it's actually mostly kind of gibberish, but to be honest, it's not that far off the trash, most trash blogs. Um, <laughs> and it's using like terms that it knows will elicit a human response. And, um, uh, but it's written by AI. And so to your exact point, the blogs you're reading will soon not be produced by people. Uh. <laughs> it won't be us doing that. Globotics. G. Repeat, please. Just uh, G, we'll put a link to this. GPT three. GPT three. There we go. Yeah. GPT three. The auto machine learning language. That's it. That will write you a book. It will write you a book. Yeah, it can do blogs. Yeah. It will write you a book. Um, there you go. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, the next one for me is a is a regular in, in this show. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's called NBA, and uh, you know, after all, what can possibly go wrong? Well, last week they managed to get the one and only satellite they have out of action for several hours, so there were tens of thousands of people without uh, any coverage because out of all the satellites in the entire universe, the NBN one stopped working. So um, apparently, it was all to do with natural radiation. Natural radiation. It's natural. If it's natural radiation, wouldn't that be happening all the time? Well, is that like the sun? Yeah, that would be, be the sun. I'm not a physicist, but that's, that's just the sun. Yeah, okay. Natural radiation knocked off the, the NBN, NBN uh, uh, sky, the NBN satellite. Okay. Oh, well, at least it was an undersea cable sharks. Um, and we have a new challenge. I mean, like we need more threats in our world, really, don't we? Um, and, you know, cable eating sharks, uh, COVID-19, bushfires, and now radiation. Very good. Now, on positive news, uh, if that is at all possible, uh, when we talk about NBN, is that I've received an email or, or some sort of communication that actually tells me that I might not, I may be in a minority of people that I might not have to go to NBN. Oh, mm, okay. I'm not, I'm not entirely 100% about this, but if I read through that, now yeah. it, this could be a make-belief as well, right? I mean, you know, like no one wants NBN. So if you can find any excuse not to be on NBN, then you go, well, that's me, that's me, don't put me on. Mm. Uh, so, um, NBN, a uh, satellite of the air for a few hours uh, earlier in the week. Uh, I thought, you can't have an episode without NBN. No, no. We, we, well, and, okay, we, we're doing good segues today. So then I'm going to do my little one on. So we've done TikTok, NBN. Uh, we may as well do contact tracing. Um, I thought, uh, so I re was reading how the UK has officially ditched its contact tracing app. But what they have provided, which I think um, may be better, I'm not sure, um, 
is they've replaced it with a risk rating app. So what that does is it provides you localized information about infection levels in their uh, local area. Um, so you uh, and then you can add some personal data to um, augment the risk rating uh, to give you a personal risk score of you know what's your personal risk to COVID based on where you are and and who you are. Um, and I thought that was a, a possibly a, um, a marginally more useful <laughs> um, thing to be providing, but uh, but they, so that's the direction the UK is going. They're not doing Gapple. They're not doing contact home Bluetooth. Um, they've gone with the risk rating approach. So there you go. Uh, interesting, interesting. Uh, well, earlier in the week, uh, I picked up a couple of things. This is what the website says. Our good friend, uh, Joe Spanos, did some uh, uh, statistics for the Melbourne area with uh, some analytics and, and so on. So we'll see if we can put that on the website, which is not too dissimilar to that, you know, trying to assess your risk. Mm. Based on based on area and, and so on and, and so forth, but I mean clearly, you know, after eight o'clock at night, uh, <laughs> uh, COVID nineteen is more far far more virulent, far more virulent than far more virulent. Before, uh, before eight pm, and you should just stay home after eight pm. Yeah, in well, fact, actually, there... just stay home at all. Maybe the risk rating app would be based on time of the day as well. So after eight, you see the red, you know. Through the roof. Yeah, there you go. Right. That's, mm. that's probably right. Um, very good. We we went right. through. Uh, we We're whipping through, through uh, it. Yeah. So uh, what are we up to? One, uh, two, three, four, five, six. This is seven, Dim. Number seven. Now that I will change the tune a bit here. Earlier in the week, one of our uh, uh, good friends and uh, been on the program before uh, uh, reignited uh, uh, an interesting debate. That's is around technology, you know, how fast technology changes mm. and, and whether organizations, any, any type of organization should uh, build their own or, or, or go and buy some. Uh, mm. You know, do, do, you, do you buy your technology or, or kind of do you build your own? And I, I don't, I, my, my experience over time kind of says, initially your views of this kind of says, Couple of things. One is that you know what what is. There was a time where you know building your own database probably made sense, but but that was thirty five years ago. Mm. You know, no, no one no one builds their own databases anymore. I mean, you know, you just get a database. You know, no one builds their own word processor anymore. No one. So I think the the, the the discussion here isn't so much about your ability to do that or or even actually the economics. It's more about whether what you're building already exists or is about to exist. So, you know, I think building tech should only come with innovation. Where mm. something does not exist, where, mm. where something is unique and something no one else can produce, then it's worth building. If this is something that other people have built or other people can't build, chances are they're probably building it and chances are they're actually probably doing a better job uh, than you are withstanding the individual mm. so uh, you know you, you can have a lot of uh, discussions and a lot of big companies invest a lot of money in this mm. you know especially with one of these days the, the, the flavor of the month of the year is 
machine learning and AI and analytics and mm. vast analytics, people are going to spend an awful lot of money mm. in, in, in building things where without actually doing a bit of due diligence, uh, well, does this exist? Has, has anyone else done it? Can mm. I, you know, kind of leverage somebody else's view on that? Mm. Uh, now, there's always going to be something that no one else thought of and you should go and really build it. And that's how innovation and progress and, mm. and, and investment should be directed. But on the whole, just do your homework beforehand. Go, go have a good look. Uh, you know, just what, what I'm looking for, does it exist? Has somebody else solved that problem? Mm. Um, chances are they, uh, chances are they have, you know. And, and, and for every, you know, for most of these problems, it's, we talked a bit about this before, it's, you know, kind of, you have a problem, you're like, look, look to see if there's an app. Go yeah. to the store and see, is there an app for this? That's a kind of easy check, you know, is there an app for this? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it comes back to what do I want to, uh, what do I see as my differentiator, um, you know, to everyone else? And that's potentially where I want to, invest more IP in something that differentiates me. But uh, you see too often that, you know, a lot of the core substrate or plumbing or, you know, um, uh, systems of record and systems that aren't anything to do with differentiation, they are, you know, or components even, not even systems, but, you know, subcomponents and components and, and what the platforms do or the, you know, the cloud platforms, they just really level that out so that you, you really, you shouldn't be doing any, you know, um, plumbing or substrate work. Uh, really, you're trying to connect your data. You're trying to um, find out what differentiates you and, and, and focus on that. Um, but, you know, yeah, so in broadly agree with you, Dim. Uh, you see it too often, but um, uh, you, you get a, a bit carried away with trying to um, build more than, than maybe you need to. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's quite, a few, quite a few examples of that. So that was that was me uh, uh, talking a little bit about shop, mm. uh, I guess. And I had a couple of things uh, earlier in the week uh, that uh, mm. uh, that were uh, that were relevant to this conversation. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's number nine or, or number eight. Number eight. Uh, I uh, happened across a. We're really going, I mean, we may be just doing a loop over all our favorite topics, Dim, but um, I've got, um, I thought it was an interesting announcement. So DoorDash uh, launched DashMart, uh, which basically is a, a dark store, an online store of around 2,000 grocery products and household essentials that they're launching to about 50, I think 50 site, 50 cities in the US. And what this means is that, basically becoming a retailer. So they're managing their own inventory. Uh, but what I like about this is DoorDash owned the last mile, right? Like, um, so they've got the customer insights, the customer data. Uh, they own the last mile and now they're working backwards. Uh, they understand the customer relationship. And so it, and, and it gets you in 30 minutes. That's DoorDash, right? Like, you know, I order a pizza, it gets to me in 30 minutes. So all these archaic models that grocery stores around delivery slots, delivery windows. I know. You're about to get whacked. This is, this is, I mean, mm. yeah, this, this is great. You, know, they, we, we, you and I predicted this years ago. Mm. You know, the, 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 the last mile uh, will be solved differently. 
Mm. And, 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 and DoorDash is only, you know, one step before we get the neighborhood robots. Mm. Yeah. And I will do the deliveries. Uh, a ubiquitous service, you know, the Uber rides that will do that. You know, yeah. any, any type of investment in any kind of tech, uh, you know, by, by the traditional retailers and the grocers, mm. complete waste of money, trust me. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, 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 they're good at assortment. They're good at, you know, the offer, the value. That last mile. Nah. And, and DoorDash has solved that, right? And um, uh, or have been working on it a long time. And so, you know, you, you can just see how they... Um, uh, so all, all these, these services do is they take margin away from the restaurants and the... Um, uh, so if I don't have my own, then I go and pay Uber or DoorDash or someone to solve it for me. Um, well, DoorDash is, is just going to take that market. And the minute you give that information to them, you're unwittingly giving them an understanding of the customer behavior. And, you know, once I, you know, get that data, um, I, I start to understand a lot more about what offers and what's going to make money. So, um, That's right. yeah, it's... That's right. That's exactly right. They buy they buy pizza every Tuesday night. Well, what if I put some frozen pizzas on the menu and now I sell them? In some ways, it also goes to answer some of the, you know, the, the value, you know, unlocking the value of selling pizzas cheaper than the guy who makes them. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the value in that, in that information, you know, that you buy the, the pizza cheaper uh, just so that you can get the, you can get the delivery and you can get the accounts. So. And, and I think it links to your um, it links to your Globotics one as well because now um, I'm getting deliveries every day, right? So the, they drop them off at my door, um, and it's one to two items. So this whole idea of batch, no. So I, I go DoorDash to you know I want uh, two tubes of toothpaste, please, in thirty minutes. You know, like and bang, you know, like that. That's it. it yeah, that that's that's the home I'm home. I need stuff. It comes to me. Um, mm. and you know, I pay a prime, a DoorDash prime subscription. Um, yeah. and yeah. I, I'm not, you know, I, I subscribe annually game over, you know, so. Mm. That's right. No, that's exactly right. I mean, in fact, talking of, uh, of prime and, and that, I, I must say, uh, uh, in the last few, uh, uh weeks, uh, I have, experienced uh, excellent service from a certain American company that starts with A and finishes in N. Um, yep. Then though, and this is, this is the interesting thing, right? This is uh, opening up my eyes a little bit. Then delivering through uh, an Australian uh, government uh, delivery service with two words. The first one starts from A and the second one starts from P. Which makes me think that if they can do it, this is about all the other retailers just being lazy. Mm. Uh, because they're using the same mechanism. Now you go to videos, but it costs them an enormous and a leg to do that. Well, maybe. But, but the, the fundamentals are there, you know. The, the mechanisms. I mean, the, the, the fundamentals are there. Like every, every household in Australia these days mm. gets two posters outside the door every day. Yep. Uh, the guy on the back on the small, the small little scooter or whatever it is that delivers the small stuff and the guy with the van yeah. that delivers the biggest stuff. And those two people go past your house every day. Yep. Whether you order it or not, they go past your house every day. Uh, somehow, uh, that 
American company that starts with the name, finishes with the name, worked out how to seamlessly integrate to that, give you useful, timely information, and meet their promise, mm. uh, which is the most important thing of all. Now, it's question then, why aren't the other retailers and everybody else using the same, ultimately, last mile that you speak, you're talking about, can't do the same? Yeah. No, so, yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 it is uh, frozen and hopefully it will come back again. Hmm. Yep. Um, yep. It was frozen no, there momentarily, I think. So, yeah, uh, yeah, no, but, you're right. Um, it's come back. I, I, I digress a little bit. Um, good. No, it's, well, it's, it's all there. Um, cool. What's that? So that was... Number eight. Eight. Uh, and you've uh, got we're nine. We're on to number nine. Uh, yep. I, think, I thought on, on this one, uh, I, I loaded it up to uh, uh, yourself and, and our listeners and our uh, friends and, uh, you know, and talk about favorite podcasts. Well, what, are you, what are your favorite podcasts? I listen to a lot. Mm. You know, we're all home body economies. Uh, you know, we're all uh, the home body economies. We stay home. Whether you live in Melbourne under lockdown, you know, in the, in the Gulag, or whether you're somewhere <laughs> else where they actually do allow you to get out of your house, it doesn't matter. We all, so we all listen to a lot more, uh, consume a lot more podcasts, including uh, this program. And, and while yeah. clearly this is your favorite podcast Absolutely. Uh, for everyone and, yeah. and the most popular, I begin to uh, uh, kind of hear what, what are your favorite podcasts. And we'll put some links on those uh, on the website. Uh, when we put the episode up. Yeah. I'll start. I'll yeah, you go. Science, science podcast. So the Sean show from, from the ABC, that is pretty ah, good. Okay. Uh, the, uh, it's on Saturdays, usually on Saturdays, the science show from the ABC. Uh, the Philosopher's Zone, again, from the Australian ABC. But there is a BBC one, which is uh, a, a science show from... Um, from the British Broadcasting uh, Corporation. I just can't get anything right. Uh, Future Tense, that's pretty good to listen to. Um, on, on, the science, on, on the science side, and uh, it's, there's quite, quite a few. Discovery, the, the Hidden Brain, I would recommend uh, yeah. it. I've uh, got that one, that's on my list. If you're, if you're into that one, I'd recommend that. So it's, uh, there's, there's quite a few on, on, on the science side of things. What about you, Nathan? Uh, Michelle Obama's um, new podcast. New podcast. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Uh, so uh, there's one by, um, I love the Tim Ferriss show. Um, that's a life hack mm-hmm. type podcast, but he has some really interesting people on there. Just uh, uh, I quite enjoy uh, that one. Uh, there's one, uh, a guy called Peter Atia. He's a doctor um, and he is into, again, a little bit life hack, but into um, a uh, very science in, in terms of longevity of living and um, intermittent fasting and also has some really interesting insights into COVID and, and those sorts of things. Uh, there's a podcast called No Limitations by Blenheim Partners, which is an executive search firm. Uh, they have some really interesting um, CEOs mostly and board directors that uh, I find it really interesting listening to biographies or, you know, people telling their stories about uh, how they got to where they got to. I think that's a fantastic one. And 
Um, I'm just looking at my list here. Seth Godin, uh, he's a marketing guru. Uh, he, he's really good at um, uh, uh, really polished in, in terms of being um, useful in how to build brand, how to um, uh, build tribes and, and, and marketing, just, just general marketing um, understanding and uh, uh, Stratechery is another one. I could keep going, Dim. This is a good um, topic. Uh, Stratechery. Well, we should, we should, we should put up these. Uh, we'll put out, we'll put uh, up the philosophy. list. Yeah. We'll yeah. Philosophy. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we, should, we should put up the list. Uh, it occurred to me, you know, yeah. in my mind, crowd science is pretty, uh, pretty interesting. There were some interesting episodes. Yeah. Uh, recently, I'm getting into something called top politics. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll put some of those. Uh, we'll put some of those on uh, um, uh, with with the next episode. So um, yeah, we'll do that. That's a great idea. That was number nine. Uh, we okay. The ultimate now down to the ultimate. Uh, well, I don't know if I can. Um, I, I haven't got. A, I'm not sure. I've got one that's beaten any of the others that we've spoken so far. Um, what have I got here? Uh, I'll go with, because we've had a consistent theme of um, basically all the predictions we've had on this show coming true, uh, the walmartdrivein.com is opening um, this week, uh, oh no, August 14, 160 Walmart stores, um, films curated, uh, uh, fun. They're, they're listing it as a fun contact-free experience. They've got like Drew Barrymore as a virtual host. And I think the thing for me about this is, look, yeah, it's hard. COVID's hard. Quarantine's hard. But, you know, innovation that's bringing the community together, like even if I'm in a car, it, it's still part of a community, right? I'm out of my home. Um, I'm in a... And I'm doing... Not after 8 o'clock. After eight o'clock, I'm, I'm. No, not after eight o'clock. You can't. It's a, It's just something to bring the community together. Walmart is obviously a part of the community. You know, a crucial part of the American community. It'd be good to mm. see more Australian uh, innovations like that. I think um, that you know deal with the situation we're in, but still find a way to bring the community together. Um, it's hard, but uh, yeah. So I, I saw that and I thought, oh yeah, it's it's, uh, it's all happening. Um, Walmart. That was very good. And, that was uh, very good. That was very good. Uh, let's see if we see some more of that here. I think right now it's a very, uh, it's a very downbeat mood. Uh, yeah. Around around uh, around Melbourne at any rate, and uh, we'll um, we'll leave you with that. We'll uh, wish everyone a fabulous weekend uh, coming up. Thank you for your uh, support and participation and feedback. Uh, we'll promise next time around we'll get the technology right. Um, You'd think after and, 17 uh, episodes we'd get better, but, you know. Um, no, nah, nah, so this is practice makes perfect. We took a break <laughs> last week. Yeah, just uh, a bit slow. We'll be right. Yeah. No, that shall not continue. Uh, no, 